Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. As always, with me and my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my main man, Greg, on this day of the NBA Finals, Game 3. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Doing good. How are you doing? Enjoying this uh, summer? Trying to stay out of the smoke? Trying to stay out of the smog? <laughs> yeah, well, the New York City is Chernobyl today, so <laughs> yeah. I haven't been outside much. We, I, did a whole uh, high school basketball practice outdoors yesterday. Um, and, and then all of a sudden it started getting re- real smoky. And then today is orange. So weird things going on there. Weird things going on in the golf world uh, yeah. with the PGA and Liv and Rory and that whole thing. We have NBA Finals talk. I'm definitely going to talk to you about uh, what you have tonight. Maybe some parlays at the end here. How you think this series is going to go. We'll talk at the end there. But most most important right now, man, even though it is June 7th, is the New York football Jets. We have Aaron Rodgers on the screen right now. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's back. He is in action on the OTAs. His calf looks fine, although they didn't put him in the 11 on 11 just in case. They don't want anyone by his feet, which is fine. Uh, Zach Wilson had an on and off day, apparently. Uh, he looked terrible, but whatever. He looked good the other day, so we'll call it 50-50. And also today, we have some uh, something uh, maybe we should have saw coming where the Jets have the game August 3rd, the Hall of Fame game in Canton, and therefore the Jets are officially not going to have a mandatory camp, meaning their three days coming up next week is probably the last time we're going to see the Jets for an entire month. So my question to you, Greg, before we get into the hottest rumor of the day, yeah. which you know is on everybody's mind uh, regarding the running back position, how are you feeling overall? I mean, even episode three of Flight 23 that just came out was mostly just like an overall uh, picture of how the offense is looking uh, at the moment. Did a little bit of CJ Uzama, a little bit of Alan Lazard. Ruckert apparently having really good OTAs. What are your thoughts uh, with OTA seemingly closing up uh, in, in, in a couple of days here? Carl Lawson also looking absolutely jacked uh, with his new restructured contract too. What are your thoughts right now? Dude, you kind of started off the podcast talking about like the craziness that's going on in the sports world with golf, 1-1 in the NBA Finals. There's all this craziness all around. There's nothing around Jets camp, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> That's the way I want it to be. That's the way I hope it stays for a long time. So, dude, I'm I'm very happy about the this offseason we've had, obviously. Um, everyone's staying healthy, everyone's looking good. We've got a couple contracts to clean up, a couple people to sign, hopefully, for when we're back and you know, getting ready for the preseason. But you know, I don't think there's anything crazy that I need to see out of anyone that the, the last week that we have with these guys and OTAs. I think if everyone stays healthy, it would be nice if Zach Wilson could put a, you know, string together a full good week of practice. But at this point, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I just love the press conferences that I'm seeing. I love the, you know, the ascension and all that stuff. But even that stuff, like you said, kind of slowed down a little bit because that's just where we're at right now as a franchise. We have, I think, huge expectations for this team. And it's the first time we've had them in my lifetime, really. Um, and it's just we have to wait two more months, you know, to actually see a team hit the field, really three months until the season starts. So that's a lot of waiting and seeing. It's a lot of hoping everyone stays healthy. 
Um, it seems like everyone's gelling good, you know, Rogers to Wilson. We've seen that, you know, on Twitter, all those videos and everything. So it seems like people are gelling. It seems like everything's going good. I'm very happy. What about you? Any anything that you feel you have to see in the next week? Does Q will need to get signed in the next week for you to be happy to enjoy your <laughs> summer of the rest of June and July before these guys come back in August? To be honest with you, right now nothing will bring me down besides a major injury. Yep. So I'm ha- I'm happy as can be. We had a really really good article from Rich Samini come out uh, today talking about how you know kind of going a little bit into more detail about Aaron Rodgers uh, and his commitment to the New York Jets and how he's acting, you know, in and out of meetings just around the facility. They kind of mentioned it on the last episode of Flight 23, but this Aaron Rodgers acquisition is not only going to affect the Jets while he's here, but literally after because before him, we didn't really know (laughs) how NFL winning NFL teams are supposed to operate. And he's kind of just showing everyone from the coaches, right? He knows, he knows Hackett and he knows some of the players that they're talking it out. And he's, he's going to the third floor and the second floor. He's coaching. He's watching Zach Wilson when, you know, even though he was hurt at the time. Meanwhile, this is like the, the veteran that just got caught a $60 million check and he has a hundred million dollars coming in the next year. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't have to do anything. He could just go home. So that, that, that's what I'm really excited about. We have Quan Alexander on the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be a big question mark. Samini also talked about that a little bit as well. How the Jets are mostly in the nickel, and therefore that's why they don't really care about the linebacker that much. Seems like Quan Alexander's asking for too much money. And I'm I'm now starting to see the the Sherwood kind of <laughs> the way they talked up Jamie uh Sherwood. From uh, Florida State, he was injured. Yeah. You know, the safety turned linebacker. They talked about a little bit too much. Now it's starting to make sense as to why. Uh, they're looking for some leverage as to Quan. They only want him back for a million. As we said, the Jets have about $25 million, including Q Will's $9 million on the books. So they're somehow going to figure that out. They, that was your question. How much am I weighing in on this Q Will situation? Look, he just had a kid. He wasn't going to, there is no camp. He wasn't going to come for camp anyway. I'm now he makes it, that also makes me feel like that's, it's, uh, it doesn't really matter right now. But also, Coach Sala today specifically talked about how it's going to get done. And they don't go out on a limb like that unless it's true. You know what I mean? They were doing weird yeah. stuff with Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, you know, the, the owners coming out like, we want a veteran quarterback and his name doesn't rhyme with Derek Carr. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like all right, man. Uh, so, I'm happy with where the Jets are. I love that Clemens is bigger and he's going to be on the interior. I love that everybody's just locked in. I love that Ruckert, you know, is being talked about. Curiously enough, though, and you you alluded to it, but curiously enough, the one guy who hasn't been mentioned is Michael Carter, right, on the offense. Even Michael Carter on their defense, he just proposed. Right, even he's in the news. Of course, Sauce is all over the news. He had a little cameo in the new Madden, which Josh Allen's on the cover. Uh, but he was like in the opening video, so he 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 was excited about that. Shout out to him. We got this guy Dalvin Cook, man. Dalvin Cook, he's being rumored to come to the New York Jets as a quote unquote surprise now. Right, like the Jets are the surprise team that's coming out of the woodwork. I find it interesting. 
the Jets are cle- have clearly been in the running for a backup running back at some point in the year. They did draft Israel from Pitt, so he's gonna uh, he's you know the back is set. Zonovan Knight, I've seen I've heard nothing about him since the, you know since the OTA started. I'm assuming he's fine. He's just like last year, so he's there. They cut Ty Johnson. You know, a little, a little bit of issues there, but they yeah. cut Johnson. Let's let's just leave it at that. Brees Hall does look good, but he's coming off of ACL. I haven't heard one thing about Michael Carter except he caught a pass from Strevler uh, at OTAs, which I, you know, something I, I I've been learning ever since doing you know doing this and following the Jets and following all their preseason games. It's fun to watch a preseason games at, and the practices and and to follow who's throwing to who, but you have to realize. When Strevler's throwing to you, even though it's fun that you got a touchdown, it's bad that it's Strevler that's throwing yeah. to you. And, and with the Dalvin Cook news, with Michael Carter not being so much up to par with what the Jets are trying to run on offense, especially with what Aaron Rodgers has ever been used to as, as a running back. And then there's the connection with Dalvin Cook and Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, they're friends. Apparently, Cook wants to play with Rodgers. The only thing that's weirding me out is the rumor has it that it's going to be 10 to $12 million. For a contract that just doesn't sound like the Jets, especially when Leonard Fournette is there for two to five million. You know, uh, Kareem Hunt, two to five million. A bunch of running backs who could, I would say, fulfill this a similar role because we have to assume no matter what, Brees Hall should be the number one. You know what I mean? If Brees Hall goes down, I understand now if we're talking, we want the workhorse, we need Dalvin Cook. You know what I mean? And then we, you know, Fournette or Cunt will be the two. Like, let's not, let's separate that there. What are your thoughts on Dalvin Cook? I'm, I'm assuming they're good thoughts. I, except for you have the, you have the whole injury thing, you know, with, with you and, and signing players. So I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts there. And we, what's about the 11 million, especially when we just talked about, we have 25 million on the cap. Everybody restructured already. So the salary cap is real right now. The yeah. salary cap is so real. We've restructured yeah, everyone. We have all the dead contracts with all the dead money. It's over. This is what we have. And we have, you know, the Q Will thing with $9 million on the books right now. But we know it's going to be more. Yeah, not a lot of money left in the couch cushions at this point. We, <laughs> we found as much as we could. We scraped every dollar we could put together. Um, I've been talking about Dalvin Cook for close to a month now, ever since the news kind of broke that he's going to be cut. Uh, come June 1st. I mean, it's June 7th, so we're still waiting on it. But after the period um, that we expected after the draft. So, dude, I, I think there's a couple of things you said that I kind of disagree with a little bit. I think he's a step above Fournette and uh, Hunt. Yeah, I, I think that I think that Dalvin Cook could be a starting running back and every down back still. I don't I, think that I those agree with that. But, but the thing is, he, we're going to pay $11 million if, if, if Brees Hall is there, I, that, I was saying if Brees Hall gets, if he's out of the picture, right? Say, God forbid he gets hurt. I understand why you're going to pay Dalvin Cook 11 million to be the horse. But if you're going to pay a, a Dalvin Cook 11 million to be the number two, it just seems, that just seems weird to me. You know what I mean? Like, Brees Hall has to get the most carries. Like, the, like there is, uh, he's looking for a second paycheck. He wants to prove that he's good off injury. Like, there is a little bit of that. I don't, I don't know if they're willing to really, get 10, 15 carries and share them. Like, we, we saw how Brees Hall felt when Zeke Elliott was rumored. You know what I mean? And he, he let yeah. it be known. That, 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 that's my only worry. Yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. Like, what's the last, like, I don't know if there's one right now in the NFL that you can, like, that comes to mind. But, like, great, like, one-two combo punch running backs. 
Well, let's let's keep it let's keep it familiar and say AJ Dillon and um um oh my god so now that what the starting oh, uh, running back. Adams from Green Bay no the starting running back so Green Bay um okay we're god. we're absolute idiots right now Aaron but it Jones. is off season Aaron Jones yes Aaron Jones Aaron Jones yeah. and and Aaron Dillon, Jones, AJ one. Dillon so the reason why Deacon Aaron Pollard. Jones. Yeah, and the reason, in my opinion, so, okay, those are two, I think, great examples on my end because what my point is, is when you look at, I think a lot of NFL teams, maybe not, but I think a lot of NFL teams look at money spent by position group. So when you talk about these one-two punches, like say like when it was like Nick Chubb and Hunt in Cleveland, you're spending a lot of money on a one-two punch. When you talk about Zeke and Pollard, Pollard's on a rookie deal, so he's getting paid little to nothing compared to Zeke. Um, when you talk about Green Bay with Jones and Dylan, you're, again, you know, Dylan's kind of taking over the role, but he's a rookie deal, so he's getting paid little to nothing compared to what you know Jones is making. And it would be the same thing here. We have a veteran guy that comes in, can teach this running back room. Because the running back room people aren't talking about is probably one of the youngest running back rooms in all of football. I mean, we have Michael Carter is the most veteran guy here. This is what going to be his third season with the team. So everyone else is this is year two or they're rookies. So um, it looks like and, we're it looks like we're thirtieth at at the moment of running back spending capital in the NFL. Thirty out of thirty two. And dude, what more does Aaron Rodgers want? Than just a steady run game. And what more do we want as Jets fan? A steady veteran run game that we know we can move the ball down the field. I know we can do it with Brees Hall. I know Brees Hall was absolutely insane. But to my point, again, like I said, just take your time, young man. Don't worry about this season, especially the first half of this season. Let Dalvin Cook, the veteran, come in here and do his thing to start the season. Take your time and be healthy for the back half. Like, look at... uh. We were talking about it last season with Zonovan Knight and Bam. He would Bam. He was coming out week eleven, week twelve, week fourteen, and hitting people because he had fresh legs. Robert Sala talked about that fresh legs. He was coming out and he was making an impact because he didn't play the, a ton in the first six weeks. He was healthy down the stretch when we needed him to make plays and you know try to try to salvage our season. So if Brees Hall can be that guy instead of an an undrafted rookie. Um, I think we're in a tremendous spot. Dalvin Cook's knock, to your point and my point, is that he is injury-prone and he usually misses time. Usually it's not a crazy injury where he misses the whole season. It's usually something that he misses a couple weeks and he comes back, but you never know when it's going to happen or what's going to happen. And that's my thing with with this whole conversation, really with any position group at this point. With Aaron Rodgers here, you can't have one injury take out your team for the season. I think if Brees Hall goes down and we don't have someone to come in and fill in, it could really set back our chances at a deep playoff run. I know you talked about last week trying to sign someone midseason and kind of fill in the role as we're going, which is fine. I think that's still an option if we can't get Dalvin Cook done. But if we can get Dalvin Cook signed, I think he's the head and shoulders above the other running backs that are available. Yeah, it's just it's just really an all-in move. I mean, if you look at last yeah. year's cap allocation, or I guess current active roster, if the Titans, who are trying to get rid of Henry, right? We have Minnesota at number two, who obviously is trying to get rid of Cook. We have Cleveland at number three, who have, have been struggling. They got rid of Hunt. And then we have 
Vegas at four. They don't want to sign Jacobs, right? And then we have and then we have five Cincinnati, which we don't know what's going on with Mixon. We have six with the Chargers. They don't know what's going on with Eckler. We have seven with the Giants. They don't know what's going on with Barkley. You know what I mean? Like it's there's a question mark almost for, for the top seven. That eight is Dallas. Like I'm not I'm not scared of number eight. They're also also yeah. question marks. You know what I mean? So if the the Jets were to say pay eleven million, that jumps us up to number five. Like we're now the fifth highest salary at running back, which that means just we're all in. You know what I mean? Which is fine. We don't have a we don't have a first round pick next year. Yes, a first round pick. We don't have that. I'm already assuming that Rogers is going to play the amount of time to make it a first. We're we're going to make the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I, and therefore, our second round pick is also going to start is going to be low, right? All of our you know our remaining picks are also going to be low. So I, I understand it. We 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 have we have Israel, we, like the rookie running back. We do have Bam Knight on the roster. Brees Hall is young, even though he did get injured. I don't see the big deal in spending. However, if you spend 10 to 12 million for Cook and then you extend Quinn and Williams, we are talking about no more cash in the couch, dude. We are literally scraping for coins. It's like quite out yeah. game there. We're gonna, everyone's going to be a minimum from now on. We're going we're gonna to turn into like an NBA uh, like salary cap team that could only sign bet minimums. We talked about it last week, and I think people have been talking about it on Twitter now for a couple of weeks now with Hopkins coming into the market and being available. Would you rather, if we're going to spend money at one position, would you rather spend money on Hopkins or the running back position and Cook or someone like Cook? No, I, 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 we're, we're good at wide receiver, which is also what the Tennessee, what uh, Traylon Burke said from Tennessee, where DeAndre Hopkins just visited Tennessee. He, he played with Vrabel, so there's a connection there. And yep. then the Tennessee Titans, Traylon Burks, who was rumored to come to the Jets. Remember when we were drafting a uh, big yak guy? He, For he, sure. He, he's, he's a big body. He tweeted that they're not interested, kind of what the Jets did with Zeke. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we weren't interested anymore. So yeah. I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins looks like he can't find a home. Remember, even though he, he he's looking for a, a big contract, right? I mean, there's precedent with running backs to not get a high salary. So like that's why 10 to 12 is a lot for Dalvin Cook. You know what I mean? There is that's on the minimum for for DeAndre Hopkins. You can get if you can get DeAndre Hopkins for ten million, yeah, sure, sign him. But he wants, you know, fifteen guaranteed plus incentives, plus a long term deal. It's all it's way it's a way different ball game. I think he's like thirty one now, and if you just look at the stats for people, wide receivers over thirty one, it's a tough, tough sledding for those guys. So some good some good news on that front, though. The rumor to go to the Bills, that looks like it's out. They're signing, they're making other signings uh, around the defense. So they look like they're at camp. They're actually finding, you know, their actual holes and, and filling them. So it doesn't yep. look like DeAndre Hopkins is going to go there. The Patriots have been quiet. So we'll see what happens there. If he goes to the Patriots, then so be it. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, could, I could take that for, for two games, even though. Greg, I'm gonna be honest. I was I was talking to someone uh, over this past weekend about the season. Um, and, and someone was around uh, who's going to Boston for med school. She you know she just um, she just matched into into Harvard, so she's gonna be there. Uh, and I, we were joking around about about the sports. She's like, she's like, what do you hate? What do you hate about Boston? Like, what what's your what's your actual issue with Boston? Like, what's the problem? I was like, you don't understand. Like. 
just for the last seven years, every year I go to MetLife Stadium and they 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 beat me every single year, just with the Patriots, like just just that alone. For the last seven years, every regular season game, I go to MetLife yeah. and they beat us. Like it's insane, dude. Like just saying that out loud is insane. Yeah, so, forget Foxborough, just come into our stadium every yeah, time. Yeah, just at MetLife, I'm there like an idiot, and they just yeah. kill us. Like, forget play, forget everything, just at yeah. home during the regular season. So, it's uh, I'm very excited for week three. Yeah. That home game versus the Patriots. I'm very excited for week one. I'm obviously going to be there that Monday night game with the Bills. The Bills game was the, one of the best games I've ever uh, been to at MetLife, to be honest with you. And then the Dolphins game was... Uh, uh, second <laughs> yeah. last year. I mean, just unbelievable games. I'm really excited. Um, we're going to be, uh, you know, you said, you know, Greg, you said a little bit earlier, you know, there's not really any, you know, you're happy the Jets aren't in the news. I can't believe how much the Jets are in the news. Like, this is like, do you know anything about, you know, the Houston Texans? If I wasn't following DJ, uh, the enemy, I wouldn't like being see, seeing these CJ Stroud throws and kind of what's going on in Houston. Otherwise, nobody's talking about it. But every channel I turn to, they're asking about the New York Jets. How many wins are they going to get? What's the expectations? You know, Rich, I'm, I'm Rich Eisen, like, stop talking about the Jets, man. Just let's, let's all stop. He's like, oh, I don't, I think they're going to make the AFC Championship and lose. Like, all right, man, just take it easy, dude. We're, we're in June. Yeah. Like, you're already upset about something. It didn't even happen. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's, it's the same. It's the same. Like eight questions everywhere you look, but it is all about the Jets. It's all awesome to see i mean that's the aaron Rodgers effect you know just to wrap up this Dalvin cook thing man i just think he can be he can be a great mentor hopefully i don't know too much about him he's been in minnesota for however long he's been in the nfl but seems like he could be a veteran mentor for Brees hall the way aaron Rodgers has kind of been a veteran mentor to this whole entire organization if we can bring him in and uh Brees can learn from him because i mean dalvin cook was special um and so is Brees. So if they can, you know, feed off each other, have an incredible one-two punch, I think it just takes the pressure off Brees Hall. He's a young guy, second year. Feels like, you know, he might feel like he has to come in and prove something. Dude, just take your time, take it easy. We'll get we'll get the job done if everyone can stay healthy. All right. Last question about the Minnesota side, though. Yep. When can I say I'm right about Dwayne McBride? They're running back from UAB that they that they drafted. And he's going to be a beast. What week do you think? You think week six I'm going to be able to count that or when? I think so. Do they still have Madison on that team? Yeah, Madison yeah. Be, Madison's going to be the starter. Everyone's going to be hyped by Madison. He's going to get drafted early. That's a, a big. Bit. That's a big dynasty guy for me for the last few years. I know we re, we redid the dynasty league. I don't know if I still have him or not, but I'm praying I do. Yo, Dwayne McBride, bro, watch out. Yeah, watch out. hop on Mojo, dude. Hop on Mojo and grab Dwayne McBride. I'm really excited about him. Where he, did a uh, sharp land from? Uh, Tulane. Do you remember? Oh, Tajay Sharp. Yeah, Tajay Sharp. You're a guy out of Tulane. I loved betting on Tulane this season. It was like one of my favorite oh, yeah. obscure college wave. football teams. Well, about the Green Wave. He went to... He, he's Oh, he... Bro, he's in Tennessee. Oh. He's in Tennessee, and they're trying to get rid of Derrick Henry. It all makes sense, man. Yep. It all makes sense. It's going to be a big year for the running backs. All right, Greg... It is game three of the NBA Finals. I know we have the cup, the Stanley Cup going on. If you, if you have thoughts there, let me know. But I need the Panthers to win. That's my only okay, thought. Okay, you got a future there. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I have the Heat and the Panthers parlayed with the Tampa Bay Devilries. Oh, I have wow. all Florida parlay going right oh, now. You're and... gross. Oh, you have the Dolphins too? <laughs> no. Couldn't do that. <laughs> couldn't do that. All right. So. All right. Tonight, 
I, I got a couple big parlays going. Maybe I'll tweet them out through uh, your winning P Weekly on Twitter. Yeah, uh, go reach out there. But, yo, I think that the Nuggets are going to kill them today. I think so, too. I think they're going to absolutely kill them. <laughs> I think that Michael Porter is going to actually hit some threes today. Right? I think that Caleb Martin is going to continue sucking. He's going to re- regress a little bit from being Kevin Durant in the last yeah. uh, two series. He's back to being Caleb Martin, which is fine. Gabe Vincent, maybe he's he's, he's starting to be less of Drew Holiday, but I think he still is Drew. I think he just became Drew Holiday uh, <laughs> over over this past uh, couple of days. But Duncan Robinson, he's not going to bail them out. Think about it. Yo. The Heat had one of their best games ever, and they were shooting unbelievably, and, and Denver's like up by five still. Right, and then and then they had the unbelievable fourth quarter. So yep. I just I know this is a Jets pod, but and it even is in that NBA. unbelievable, even in that unbelievable fourth quarter, Nuggets still came back and had a shot to tie it though in the last second. So like even <laughs> though they gave him one of their best, it's not their best shot because Jimmy Butler didn't go nuts. Like everyone else was doing really well. Jimmy Butler was playing okay. He's probably playing really good defense and letting the other guys cook on the offensive side. But um, you know well, the Denver Nuggets were in that game. I'm glad you mentioned that shot because. That shot and the Jimmy Butler uh, Eastern Conference final shot last year or yeah. two years ago versus the Celtics. Though I, every time I watch the replay of both of those shots, I think it's going in every <laughs> single time. I'm not like I'm, I'm just like oh yo that ball's going in and then it just somehow I don't know it's, it's this weird thing. I'm just like it's like a new movie for me. Every time I see a slow mo replay, I'm like oh that's that's a good shot. Yeah, I do like the bet for this game to go into overtime today. Okay. Do you think that Tyler Harrow is going to come back? I guess we'll, we'll we'll end it there. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, dude, how do you not play in the NBA Finals? Because your hand is broken. You're a basketball player. I mean, <laughs> you know, I just don't know how effective you could be. It's like if you could, if you can do everything a hundred percent, then sure. But if you're eighty percent or seventy percent because you have a broken shooting hand, then no, let these other guys cook because these other guys have been playing great. I mean. They're not, I don't feel like Tyler Harrow is gonna, it's not like Kevin Durant might be coming back. It's like, yeah, Tyler Harrow's good. Don't get me wrong, but Duncan <laughs> Robinson's fine. Gabe Vincent's okay. Caleb Barton's okay. Like, I mean, he's gonna take, he's, he's gonna be off the bench taking up like a, like 10 minutes. So he'll, yeah. he'll just cut into like Lowry a little bit. You know, maybe Highsmith won't get in, you know, yeah. something like that. It's not gonna be anything crazy. He's not gonna be. Starting for Gabe Vincent, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if that's the case, then whatever, that's fine. If he can, again, if he can give you good minutes, if you can't play good, then it's the NBA Finals, dude. Like, let this team try to win this. My question to you about Jimmy Butler is: Do you think his ankle is a real issue? Like we yes. saw with Julius Randle, he got ankle surgery after he got like Knicks fans wanted to burn him at the stake, literally like punching his poster, freaking out, blaming him for literally everything, including this weather right now. It's probably Julius Randle's fault. <laughs> yeah. I, he was a little bit vindicated and everyone just kind of shut up about it uh, because he had ankle surgery. Like maybe his ankle hurt a lot <laughs> more than he put on. Do you think that's the same thing going on with Jimmy Butler? I saw some Heat fans uh, kind of when Josh Hart went viral, which obviously with his breast milk thing and then he's a free, yeah. he's going to be a free agent too. So he's in the news a little bit. Kind of going at him because he's the one that injured Jimmy Butler's ankle. Like do you, do you do you think his ankle's a real thing? Yes, or? I think I think I think Jimmy Butler is hurt right now. Okay, so 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 the Nuggets are gonna win today. I mean, yeah, I think Jimmy Butler's been hurt the whole time though. I think he's been hurt. He was hurt for the Boston series. I think he's been hurt for the start of this series. Like I just don't think he's 
you think it'll be 2-2 going back into Denver? Yes, That I seems do. plausible to me. Yeah, I think it'll be 2-2, and then I think whoever wins that game wins the series. Which would be Denver at home. They're not going to lose two games at home in a row. That's that's that. I don't, I don't think they did that all year. <laughs> I, have to, I have to look that up. They definitely haven't done it in the playoffs. Um, definitely not in the playoffs. Dude, I don't know. The Miami Heat thing, I mean, obviously I have the future on them, so I want them to win. Um, I also Can have you cash out? To, no. <laughs> I have two of them, and I should have cashed out one. Before the series started, Tampa Bay one was 10 to win 150. I could have cashed it out as. It pays out 17 if it hits, 17,000 if it hits. Um, the other one was 15. I forget who the baseball team is in it, but it was like eighty six dollars. So I was like, I should my Marlins. No, no, (laughs) Um, no, I can't do that. So um, I was thinking about I was thinking about cashing that one out, but I was like, oh, maybe maybe the Heat sneak a game and the Panthers sneak a game, and I could cash it out for like two hundred bucks. And of course, they both got swept or both got stomped in the first game. So, oh yeah, we're letting them rock at this point. I did hedge a little bit. I took the Nuggets and the Jets. In a parlay, and uh, uh, Djokovic in the French Open. So he's playing in the quarterfinals against the number one seed tomorrow or Friday. Friday, I think. So, well, listen, you you could also start adding Inter Miami in there. Right? Yeah, he's, apparently he's he got can. Messi. So we'll Turn see when he's start playing. You could start. You could add him in there. But yeah, that's a little little etc. Here for this Jets episode. It is the summer. Is it officially summer? No, right? Oh, end yeah. Of June? No, end of June. End of June. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. June to September. Yeah, but right now we just have some uh, some wildfires from Canada uh, to, to get you, us started. Uh, for summertime, are you June to September, like the solstice, or are you Labor Day to Memorial Day? No, Memorial Day, Labor Day, bro. Right. And then, and then Labor Day to Thanksgiving is the fall. Yeah. And then... Uh- Honestly, fall's been extending a little bit. Fall's been extending a little bit, but yeah, about Thanksgiving, but it's been extending until like early December. Like, I expect Black Friday to be a nice game at MetLife. Nice weather, Black Friday, afternoon. You know what I mean? If I can sneak in another December game, that'll be fun. So to Christmas? Yeah, but like December 17th, I'm going to Miami. That's winter. Like I, I want it to be freezing here and summer in Miami because I want jets. It'd jets still be dolphins. a little nicer. I'm trying to do holidays because then I'm trying to think. Then winter is Thanksgiving to March Madness. Like March Madness to me is like the depth yes, of winter. Yes, yes, that's true. And then that's from true. that point on, it's all spring. That yeah, that's that that the, the sports r- rules everything. Like dude. I've like my calendar revolves around sports. Like I don't, I don't solstices, forget it. Months, okay. Yeah, fall starts Labor Day. Yeah, sounds good. But fall, re- fall really starts that first Thursday of football. Yeah, <laughs> that just happens for sure. It's just, right it's around. just hot fall. It's just sweaty fall in SEC country when I'm watching Florida, Utah play Florida in the swamp. Yeah, but there's just yeah, that's the fall, dude. There's that. There's Yankees baseball ramping up for for the playoffs. Playoffs, yep. There's Knicks basketball starting up. You know, there's the Rangers getting hyped about that. Like that's that's the fall. That's the fall. We get all four sports going. That's the fall. That's the fall. And then I mean, we had the World Cup last year. That was that was unbelievable, man. Yeah, that was <laughs> kind of sweet. I don't know if they're gonna do it again, but that's no, kind of sweet. Be time. Summer, summer of 2026. Damn. What do you mean it's gonna be here? 
If the finals at MetLife, that's going to be insanity. I know, but imagine if it was going on. Yeah, that's true. I guess you can't really do it during football season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. That wraps it up for this Off the Rails Jets episode on June 7th. <laughs> One more week of OTAs. No mandatory camp. We all have off. Jets fans have off. The players have off. All because Aaron Rodgers came to work <laughs> for, for these OTAs. We're good to go. Relax about the Jets. Don't freak out about every Connor Hughes tweet. The, uh, for every Zach Wilson missed throw. Just chill. We're good. Hopefully yep. Dalvin Cook comes. Hopefully Quan Alexander comes. We're basically good, dude. dude. If those two things happen and we sign Will, like we're good. Everything stay healthy. Bad. Just stay healthy, boys. All right. I love it. If you watched or listened to us on YouTube, hit that like and subscribe button. Just a comment. Let us know what you think about this Jets offseason. If you're feeling comfortable with Dalvin Cook coming, if you'd rather not spend that much money, which is always a big topic. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, hit us with that like, hit us with the five-star review, hit us with that, hit us with the five-star rating and that review. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. And if obviously, if you're on Twitter, at Jay Malika, at Winning Key Weekly, at Nick's Common Jets, Common ETC, period. And that's about it for this week. We'll see you next week to kind of wrap up the OTAs, go into the offseason. And man, I'm excited about football, <laughs> dude. I am so excited. I'm so excited about the rookies of our team. I'm so excited about the rookies of the NFL. I'm so excited that we're an actual contender, top 10 contender in the NFL. That's unbelievable, bro. We're going to host a playoff game, Greg? Don't tell me we're going to host a playoff game because I can't even handle that in my life. It'll be lovely. So, I'm hyped. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Any last thoughts, Greg? No, let's go Jets. Let's go Joker. Sorry. Sorry about your parlay. What? Let's go Joker. I got got Denver, baby. (laughs) (laughs)